Welcome to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women who want to live their best life wherever they may be. If you want to hear real stories about people living life their way, and you want to learn about having more peace of mind and confidence, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you'll enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women who is currently in Sweden and really enjoying a beautiful autumn here, that's for sure. Autumn certainly comes <laughs> certainly comes quickly in Sweden. So thank you all so much for listening and for letting me know that you have been listening. And today I have a shout out for Emma who tells me she listens in the car on her way to drop her kids off or on the way home again. So I hope you're listening, Emma. Thank you so much. And she tells me it helps her English as well because she's from Italy. and <laughs> It helps her English to um, yeah, listen to my podcast. So thank you for that. So uh, today I am going to be talking to you about connections. So... Uh, it was a few weeks ago that, and it's been two weeks now, I think, yeah, since I hosted an online uh, retreat for my mastermind members. So these are the women who have been working with me for over six months now. And so in the mastermind, everybody is working on their own things, but we also work through common issues or things that come up together and sharing things that we are going through actually helps other people to um, notice their own stuff as well. So it's been a really, really productive six months and we were supposed to have a live event together in Japan and that was supposed to happen in uh, July. At the start of July, I was planning to take my children back to Japan for a visit and I was going to host this live event in Kobe with my mastermind members. But as we all know, COVID came along. And so there was no trip to Japan uh, this summer. And of course, you know, everything was canceled. So I decided uh, to do an online version of what I was hoping to do in person with them in Japan. So uh, two weekends ago, yeah, we held our online retreat. So this was the first time that I've actually hosted an online retreat. I've done a lot of online uh, calls, courses, whatever, you know, those sort of more shorter things. But this was three hours of online um, time together. And when I was planning it, I was like, wow, this is going to take a long time. Three hours is a long time to fill. But actually, those three hours just completely flew by. And before we knew it, it was, yeah, the end of our time together. So, yeah, three hours is not a long time when you're having fun. So we definitely had fun. So um, the, the purpose of the online retreat, what, retreat was to help uh, create a space to get away from their daily life just for a few hours so even though it's, you know, it's recommended to stay home and even in Japan where, you know, people can travel, they advise against unnecessary travel, which is the same as what's being advised here in Sweden. Even though you can travel, 
they advise you not to unless you really need to. So yeah, how could we create this special time uh, given that you know people probably had to stay home or stay near to home. So uh, some of my uh, retreat, <laughs> some of the retreat members did a staycation, which is where they um, just reserved a hotel room in the same city as where they live, just to get away from their everyday life for a night. And that apparently was very effective for them as well. So yeah, the staycation is something I really recommend. So we, I also decided to do a staycation and I uh, booked my family to go to one of the islands near Gothenburg City. It's actually part of Gothenburg City. And you just jump on a ferry and you go and you were there in, in about like less than an hour from, from our house, from door to door, it's an hour and a bit maybe. So I reserved this house that which was right by the sea and out on one of the islands, so away from all the noise of the city and the traffic, there's no cars on the island. Um, they, it's a, it was a car-free island, and so they only have bicycles or, you know, little scooters or um, golf carts are allowed on the island. So, yeah, it's very, very peaceful. And actually, I really want to show you um, a picture of that. So let me just bring that up, see if I can share my screen with you and if you're watching this on youtube you will be able to see but i will also post this in the um in my blog and things so you can see it and that's not disappearing here it is there we go if you can see my screen now um yeah there's a really quaint little island and this was the view out of our living room and dining room and we could see the water and all the little boats and other little houses and if you can see up the top little red house on the rock there. It's a little um, iconic um, viewpoint from this particular island, which I'm going to say the name of the island, but I'm probably going to say it very badly. And I think it's pronounced wrong, but I'm not sure about that. So Swedish people, if you're listening, please don't laugh too hard <laughs> at my, my Swedish pronunciation. Anyway, let me just stop sharing my screen there for a minute and we'll go back to where we were before. Yeah, so anyway, I booked this really cute little house out on the island and we had a really nice weekend out there. And then I sent my family back early to the city. Um, and while I stayed behind and uh, did the online retreat, which was really nice just to have that peace and quiet and the lack of distraction going on around me while I was leading this online retreat. So that was the, a good idea as well, <laughs> was to make sure that I got to um, enjoy the last few um, hours of it by myself there. So yeah, online, online retreat was not really what I wanted to do. I would have preferred to do face-to-face, -face, but that wasn't possible. So it was the next best option. And I have to say that, you know, it was really great. Like we, we all had a really, um, an intensive time together. Yeah. And we, we were really focused and in the moment and um, we were able to turn off reality for a few hours and really focus on ourselves and on each other. And it was, yeah, definitely worth running. So if you're thinking about doing something similar, highly recommend it. So what I wanted to talk to, about, uh, talk to you about today was, is connection, right? And so there's all kinds of connection, but during this COVID time, as 
we have really uh, lost a lot of connections which we wouldn't normally have. So, you know, many of us would normally go to a workplace or, um, you know, children would go to school and see their friends or their, and their teachers and you would go outside of your house to do things. Um, you would, you know, make plans to meet people or travel to see your family in different countries just like that. I know I did. You know, I used to travel between Japan and New Zealand twice a year and now that's not really possible anymore because of, you know, certain things. So we have lost a huge amount of natural connection that happened through our days. If you're working from home now or your kids are being homeschooled at the moment, um, you know, or you're doing online schooling at home, or, you know, if you are, what would be another thing, um, you know, like even if your life is back to kind of a normal now, that you are not seeing as many, you know, seeing your friends or seeing people as much as before. And, you know, it's, you may be at one extreme where you are in, potentially in lockdown somewhere, and you're having an overconnection <laughs> with the same people all the time, or you may be living alone and having, you know, almost no connection as well. So, you know, everybody's situation is different, but I would have to say everybody's level of connection is also probably different given what we are living with, with uh, the COVID-19 situation at the moment. So, um, you know, loan, even though you probably feel like you're getting connection, like perhaps if you're like me, you have some kids and a husband and, and if everybody's at home, then, you know, you might think, oh, but, I, you know, I have people around me and all that, but it's not the same as choosing to have people around you or the people that you want to have around you. I mean, of course, your family is important. Of course, you love your children and all of that. But sometimes we want to choose to be with certain people for a certain amount of time. Maybe, you know, I have just really appreciated having friends, you know, that are not family, you know, not family, people who are outside my family who I can go out and, and see occasionally. And we do things outside, you know, go for walks and things and try to, you know, keep our social distance and all of that. So that has been really, really important to me during this time. So let's have a look at, um, you know, your levels of connection. Like it's, I'm going to call it a connection audit. Like what is actually happening in your day? How, who are you spending your time with? How long are you spending it with them? Is that making you feel energized or drained? So what do you need to feel energized? Do you need less connection? Do you need more in-person connection or perhaps maybe online connection is enough for you, or maybe it's not. Maybe you need more in-person connection in a, you know, socially distant, safe way. So, yeah, I've been working online for over 10 years now in various, um, in various ways, teaching English or coaching people. And something that I've definitely noticed is that three to four hours of teaching online would leave me very uh, worn out, just done, yeah. Um, you know, even though I enjoyed speaking with my students and I really loved my students, the, the online, um, doing it online felt like it was just draining me. Whereas if I would teach three or four hours in person, 
with my students, I would feel tired, but I wouldn't feel completely drained. Yeah. I'd feel slightly, I would feel energized, but tired if you understand what I mean. Yeah. So when we meet people in person, it brings our energies together and generally we can lift each other up. Yeah. Hopefully. Or sometimes we can drag each other down. That's also possible. So yeah, being with people and helping to create a situation where we lift each other up is energizing for everyone and everyone can leave yeah feeling good maybe they might feel yeah like oh, i've had enough people for today which is definitely how i felt but you would feel yeah lifted up rather than oh my god yeah <laughs> so um you know i'm an introvert i love to connect with people but i know that i have to be careful how long that is, um, who it is potentially sometimes. So, you know, if I'm not careful, when I get to the end of the day, I will have nothing to give my kids when they get back from school. I won't have any energy to give them attention or listen to all of the, the things. So I'm very, I have become over the years after noticing um, how much connection I need, what kind of connection I need with people. After noticing that, I've become much better at managing, okay, for example, recording a podcast episode and interviewing someone, or even just recording this episode. I'm, I only do one a day, max, because that uses a lot of my, my energy, and interviewing someone uses even more of my energy, and on the days where I tried to do two, I felt exhausted after just two. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. This is how much energy creating a podcast episode uses. Um, I, you know, sometimes I teach English to people still. One, one or two classes, that's the max I want to teach a day. Coaching people, one or two um, sessions, that's the max I want to do in a day. And that is okay for me and so you know if you have a more extroverted personality you might be like oh, one or two people that's not enough i need at least four or i'm not going to feel very good and so that's where the differences come in so if you are an introvert living with an extrovert you might be struggling with them always wanting to be with you um, or always wanting to talk to you because they need that interaction for them to feel good whereas you know you know that you need sometime in your room with the door shut maybe <laughs> you know um, recharging your batteries in your own way so the good thing to know is that introverts can pretend to be extroverts but only for a certain amount of time yeah so maybe it's a few days you, if you're at a conference or something that you might have to pretend to be an extrovert but you know if you know that it's got to come to an end at some time. We cannot always pretend to be the extrovert without giving ourselves some time to be recharged, you know, in our and come back to our introvertedness. Extroverts like to say that they can be an introvert and that they're introverted too. Um, and that's fine. You know, of course you need some time to yourself sometimes, but um, let's just say introverts are much better at pretending to be extroverts when they, when they need to. Yeah. So um, yeah, go and be that extrovert if you need to, but be aware, you know, is your introverted self getting what it needs as well? So this is what I mean by doing a connection audit. Do you, are you yourself? Not, this is not like what society thinks. Society thinks you should 
be extroverted actually like that is kind of what is um lauded in society is good yeah um and someone who will succeed is the extrovert well not <laughs> i don't necessarily agree what I, I what i feel is that if you know who you are and work with who you are then you will succeed yeah and so there's no need to feel bad if you don't actually want to see people right now you just would like to be alone that's great so yeah do that connection audit are you getting enough connection in the way you need it is online enough for you maybe it's not and just noticing that even is enough because if you're like thinking if you're thinking okay online i'm doing online meetings i'm you know doing all these things online why is that not cutting it for me is there something wrong with me there is nothing wrong with you it's just not as good as in person and that's okay so we cannot um well it's online is not the perfect um what is it substitute yeah it's not the perfect substitute for in person but sometimes that's all we have and if you have an internet connection a stable internet connection then you are a very lucky person yeah you can you know meet whoever you want to and all of that whenever you want to from the comfort of your kitchen or in your in your pajamas yeah so this year my children's school is doing um, parent teacher interviews online as well which is the first time and i'm i'm kind of would like to meet my teachers person in person because i would appreciate that face-to-face -face speaking but to not actually have to drag myself and my children to the school for 15 minutes and then back home again because it's actually a three-person interview with the teacher the child and one or both parents yeah so um yeah it's nice to be just able to push the button and say hi hi teacher <laughs> let's talk and then get on with your day so we have got back so much of our free time now um, by not having to do these things you know in person like we used to that's one of the benefits of online but there's nothing wrong with you if you're noticing that it's not enough you know and i've talked to a lot of people recently who have said this that they they just feel like there's something missing and i said yeah it's probably that you're lacking in the connection that you need so what is that who is that who would you like to see more of let's make that happen because the chances are you're not seeing the people who who light you up who lift you up yeah you are seeing the people who by default are around you you know your family which is fine they're your family um but they cannot be your all i feel yeah they are not able to support you in every way yeah you need your village your uh, you know your friends all those other people as well so yeah that's what i wanted to talk to you today do your connection audit are you connecting enough with people who you really trust and care for and even if you can't meet in in person um you know just even just thinking about those people and you know maybe just sending them some we say some vibes you know sending them some good vibes i hope they're okay um lots of love to you even though you're not actually speaking and you know maybe they will receive some of that <laughs> i hope yeah i do this a lot when i'm feeling a little bit lonely or i can't sleep um i will change my mind from thinking about 
frustrating things or things I'm worried about to, okay, so who am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? And yeah, thinking about people who I miss and yeah, sending them some, some energy or vibes. Um, when and this is quite calming and helps me get off to sleep sometimes at night. Yeah. Okay. So thank you so much for listening today. Kind of a short, short one. Yeah. But a very important topic, I feel, connection. Are you getting enough of the connection you need? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a work in progress, I think. And because we have changed so much in this last six months, or it's getting longer, right? Even six months is now. <laughs> we've passed six months, haven't we? Um, and as we're coming into October, by the time you are listening to this, so yeah this is a long time so yeah we need to find ways around this oh so before i go i have one more thing i wanted to say which was you know um and especially if you're an introverted person but this also works for um anyone is and and i'm noticing you know some families are having to spend a lot of time together at the moment because schools are not open or you know they're in a lockdown or perhaps you are going through a quarantine yeah my family's already done one quarantine. I'm sure there'll be more in the future. Um, and that means two weeks of staying home, generally staying home. Like I think, you know, you're allowed out for certain, <laughs> if you're not going to meet people and go somewhere like, you know, nearby, that's not going to hurt anyone by being there, um, walking around outside or something. That's about it, right? So it's two weeks is a long time, especially when you're a family and you're potentially quarantining somewhere where you cannot escape from each other you know potentially it's not your own home um, you might be in a hotel room um, my family was stuck I'm not going to use the word stuck was living in this very small apartment where we were quarantining in Japan after being sent back there uh, in March of this year of 2020 um, due to COVID situation and there was nowhere to go like, I mean, I didn't have a car I could sit in, for example. There was, you know, there, this was just a very small room and, uh, you know, some very small rooms that were all connected and there was nowhere to just say, please don't come in here. I would like to just be alone by myself for a minute, yeah. Uh, we had a balcony, but it was kind of, it was too cold to be out there um, for more than, you know, a few minutes. So um, what I did well, you know, actually there was also closets. There, you know, the, in Japan they have these big closets where you can, you fold your futon into it, like into thirds, and then you put it in this giant closet, which has a sliding door, and there's a shelf at about waist height. And so you, if you wanted to, you could climb in there and shut the door, but it would be a bit stuffy. My, my children actually were doing that quite a lot while we were there. They really liked climbing in there and making it their little cubby hole and things, but we kind of had to put a stop to that because, well, it was A, very dusty in there, but also that's where centipedes like to hang out. And if you've ever seen a Japanese centipede, they're, they're about this big at least. And if you get bitten by one, you have to go to the hospital. It's very painful. So centipedes are not friendly. Like I sometimes see little kids' books about centipedes. <laughs> this like this friendly thing with all these, um, sh all these shoes on its feet. Like it's a story about having a hundred legs and having to try up a hundred shoes or something like that. But centipedes in real life are not 
friendly at all. Um, you do not want to find one or be near one. So we had to say no more playing in the futon closet, please, because they like these sort of dark, musty um, sorts of places. Yeah, that's where they tend to hang out. And that's when you get bitten is when you open up your futon and jump in without looking and noticing there's a centipede in there. Anyway, um, so there was nowhere to go. There was you know, like I could maybe lock myself in the toilet, but that was, somebody would need to use it, you know, so that wouldn't last for very long. So um, one thing I did to create space for me was to say, this futon here that is my bed, if you are notice me in the years, in the, in the futon with my, you know, if I'm on the futon and I'm lying down on the futon, please know that I am off duty. And I would often say to them, I'm going off duty now, I'm going to my futon. If you have something you need, please contact your other parent about this, um, who happened to also be there because we were in quarantine. And that really helped, yeah, to create that expectation that just for as long as you notice me in here, maybe I need half an hour, maybe I need an hour, um, then I'm off duty. And my kids are six and nine, or at the time they were five and eight. They were able to understand that. And I'm sure even younger kids would be able to understand that, that um, you're off, off duty for a while. And it's okay to do that. And they got, they got a, <laughs> they went and whatever it was, you know, like, oh, I can't open this cap. I want to drink water. They had to ask somebody else. And because they will ask you, you know, like they will just come and ask you automatically without thinking, you know, the person in the kitchen who's actually cooking could get them a glass of water, but, you know, they just always ask mum. So they come in and, you know, ask you, even though you're obviously taking a rest in your futon. So, yeah, that was one thing I did that actually worked really well. So even if you are somewhere, perhaps you're, you know, experiencing quarantine or something as well, I hope that will work for you. Um, you know, tag teaming it with your with your significant other if they're also there with you, which should would be nice. <laughs> I know that's not always the case. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to share that little idea with you. If that works for you, um, you can create your own little escape space to get away, so that when you've had that time, you can actually go back to your family and be present and enjoy being with them. And so without that, um, in Japanese we call it merihari, without that change, without that, um, you know, the difference, that's that can be really, really stressful for us. Yeah, just to have that sort of monotony of constant contact all the time can be really, really difficult. So that was one of my tips, yeah. <laughs> Create your own checkout zone in your house or hotel room or where wherever you are right now um, and don't be afraid to go there and I still use this strategy even now so um, I really really enjoy reading and if I'm on my bed and I'm reading a book kids can talk to me but they probably they know they won't be getting much um, attention not attention but um, action from me so if they want something they'll need to either do it themselves or ask one, someone else to help them because I'm I'm having my <laughs> checkout time in my bed even now. So good old beds, eh? Very useful for that. Okay, so that was all I had for you today. And if you are thinking, oh, I'd really like to 
um, hear more, work more with you, Jane, then please let me know. You can contact me via my uh, uh, Instagram at Jane, uh, Transformations with Jane, or on my email, jane at janenakata.com. So I'm really looking forward to working with people who, yeah, just know that they are not enjoying their lives either because of anxiety or um, that something that about the circumstances of where they are at the moment, but they know that things could be better. So if you would like some help with that, then definitely get in touch. Um, I'm actually going to start offering like a intensive, yeah. So it's just a two hours intensive session with me. And if you, um, you will probably get a lot out of that session and be able to head off in your own direction. And you can always come back and say you need more if you do. So if you'd like to hear about that, definitely send me an email. And yes, I will have more uh, for you in two weeks time. And thank you so much for always listening. And I will see you soon. Bye-bye.